Chapter 1. Refugees on the Lagoon. The Origins of Venice. No one forgets a first glimpse of Venice. Whether arriving by plane, boat, train, or car, there is that startling moment when one looks across the waves and finds what should not be there. Stone towers, rich churches, and packed buildings rising up out of the sea. The extraordinary beauty of Venice only adds to its improbability. How does such a city exist? Who were the people who built it, and why did they think it worth such unyielding efforts? Of course, no one with options would willingly build a city on a group of marshy islands set in the middle of a brackish lagoon. Venice was a child of necessity, built by the survivors of an ancient world that was quickly passing away. They didn't choose to construct a shimmering jewel in the sea, and they couldn't have imagined that their refuge would one day serve as a tourist playground. They chose merely to live free, and found that to do so, they had to make a home in the water. In those early years, important elements of the Venetian character were being forged. The Venetians were a determined people, determined to resist the changes that swept Europe, determined to remain loyal to their state and to one another, determined to remain Catholics in communion with the Pope in Rome, and determined to fight the sea itself to achieve those goals. The earliest Venetians were Romans, citizens of an empire that had long ago brought unprecedented peace and prosperity to the Western world. Unfortunately for them, by the 5th century A.D., the peace was sporadic and the prosperity rapidly disappearing. The Roman economy had experienced a steep decline since the 3rd century when the empire was plagued by political corruption and civil war. The path to imperial power in those days was the military. Every Roman general entertained the idea that the next emperor might be found in his own shaving mirror. Emperors in the 3rd century held on to power only so long as they kept their troops happy and watched their rivals closely. As the empire crumbled from within, it was attacked from without. Waves of barbarian invasion swept across the western half of the empire in the 4th and 5th centuries, leaving devastation and suffering in their wake. Particularly hard hit were the Italian lands at the northern end of the Adriatic Sea, what is today the Veneton, Friuli, Venezia, Giulia regions of Italy. The main thoroughfare between the eastern and western empire was a Roman road known as the Via Postumia, which crossed directly through this region. The cities along this Roman road were prosperous trading centers. Some, like Batavium and Aquileia, were among the wealthiest in the empire. But Rome could no longer defend them. It could not even defend itself. Where once carts laden with merchandise and legions of Roman soldiers had traveled, in the fifth century, barbarian warriors rushed from prey to prey. In happier days, the Venetian lagoon just off the coast had been a haunt of fishermen and wharf workers, as well as an occasional vacation home of the well-to-do. It was one of a string of lagoons that stretched from Ravenna to Aquileia, each connected by Roman navigational channels. The lagoons were the offspring of the Alps. Each winter, when the alpine snow melts, the rivers of northern Italy swell with rushing waters, bearing the rock and silt of their mountain passage. 
This debris makes its way down the mountains and across the plains until at last it empties into the Adriatic. Yet not all of it is swept away. Currents and tides in the Adriatic cause some of the sediment to form banks of sand and dirt parallel to the shore, called Lidi. Water trapped behind these long sandy islands form shallow lagoons, where water is naturally less agitated than the sea, making it an ideal harbor for vessels. Since water flows out at low tide, through breaks in the Lidi, there is more time for sediment to deposit in the lagoon, resulting in islands, bars, and canals through which the water drains. Left to its own devices, a lagoon like this eventually silts up completely, becoming part of the mainland. Indeed, this is what happened to most of the lagoons from the Russian...